Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness, to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, That was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Who went to church last night on Christmas Eve? Sweet. All right, did you talk about Luke 2? Luke 2, thumbs up. All right, last night was talking about how Jesus came in his full humanity to us, people. God becomes man to make peace between mankind and himself. But today I want to talk to you about how Jesus Christ, the creator, God, has come to restore his creation and make everything right. I'm going to focus on his divinity today. Yesterday was very physical, concrete, and tangible, but today is going to be pretty high concept. And I think that's okay because it's Christmas and it's a high feast. Normally, I don't do that, but I think the Apostle John is trying to bring us to a higher, different place in his reading this morning. It's like we're down here, and he's trying to bring us up there. 
He's also trying to expand our thinking, expand our hearts, get us to think and to have faith, but to think and have faith outside the box, or as Taco Bell says it, outside the bun. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. I dare you to let a Jehovah's Witness come in your front door and to try and talk about that and to convince them otherwise. This is reminiscent of Genesis, right? In the beginning. In the beginning. What does God do in the beginning? He creates everything. Does he create with clay? No. Does he bend wires into a necklace? No. Does he use building blocks or Legos? No, he does not. He does two things. He creates everything out of nothing, and he creates with his word. He speaks it. This means he truly is the creator. He makes something out of nothing, something you and I can't do. This means he truly is the one God by whom all things were made, as we confess in the creed. And this means that we are his creatures. We are filled with his breath, his spirit, and we have his image, though distorted in the fall. But he does these things by speaking. He, his word does something, and his word is of himself. God the Father speaks the word, his Son. By his Son, the word, all things were created. By his Son, the word, all things hold together. By his Son, the word, the sins of the world are forgiven. For what is it easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or rise, take up your mat, and walk? And so his son, the word, became flesh and dwelt among us. The word is the light of the world, and the light shines in the darkness. The word created the world, but the world did not know him, and his own people rejected him. Through that rejection, he was killed and rose again. And so, why do we make ourselves at home in the world? That world that could not know him and could not receive him? It's where we send our kids to school. It's where we keep them for far too long at sports and extracurricular activities that take precedence even over family time. It's where we keep our minds in captivity. Did I get that done? Did I pay that bill? Did I say the wrong things to her? I can't call her back and clarify things. Let's keep it on the back burner until next year. How can I mask how I really feel or what I really believe from my neighbor so that they don't think I'm a weirdo? Has the world gone mad 
Or is it just you? Is it just me? Please don't think you're going nuts. You're not of this world. You are a Christian. And so listen, Christian. The world is bad. It's evil. It's ugly. Our sin, our mistakes, our deliberate choices do add to that ugliness. Part of it is our fault. But thanks be to God, he became like us that Christmas morning. He lived like us. He loved like us. And because he could, he died for us and rose for us. So that we may delight in his will and walk in his ways. He made it so that we who have faith in him, Jesus, would have the right to become children of God. Yes, the world is cursed. Yes, he gave his law to Moses to set his people apart. And some of that law was strange. Don't eat shellfish. Don't eat pork. Some of us will be doing both those things today. Some of it was beautiful. Honor your mother and your father, for because of this you will live long in the land and prosper. But the law came through Moses, and grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Moses, Jesus, grace, truth. We usually think of them as opposites, don't we? Moses tells us what we can't do. Jesus makes us feel good. The truth hurts. Grace covers up. Nothing could be further from reality. And Jesus, Moses' law, and God's grace are embodied as one, as perfect. In Jesus, the word made flesh, there is only pure truth. And grace upon grace that spilleth over for those who believe in him. Sure, God's people used to be set apart from the world in a different way and set apart in a different way. They couldn't eat pork. But now in Jesus, what sets us Christians, the children of God, apart from the world is that we know grace and truth. The word became flesh, Jesus Christ. The only way to the Father, to eternal life, is through faith in his Son, Jesus. You see, God's borders only get bigger. First, no pork. Now, all that God has and has made is made perfect, holy, and set apart as good for the Christian. First, God was only present in his tabernacle or his temple in Jerusalem. And now he is everywhere in the world that the word is purely preached and the sacraments are purely administered. And he'll be making it new soon. God's grace toward us, the truth that is everything that God says in Jesus is true. How is Jesus The glory of God, full of grace and truth at the cross, which we behold. God's grace, the truth that will set us free, the complete fulfillment of the demands of the law, 
all point to, flow to, and flow through Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, crucified on a cross. And now we can look at that law that came through Moses with goodness. We can pick it up and look at it from each angle in all its beauty like a jewel. We can look around and see the fullness of what God has made manifest in Christ, in his body, your church community. Jesus the Word, Jesus the Son, became flesh and dwells among us. He dwells in you if you're baptized. In you, we are the church, which comes from the Greek word to be called out. Called out even from your homes on Christmas morning to the church for the great high feast of Christmas Day. We are called out of this world, out of darkness, out of confusion and anger, out of sin, and into the light of Jesus Christ, who forgives us in our repentance as children of God the Father. Merry Christmas. Amen.